0: Another week, it's another week It ain't ever gonna stop It ain't never gonna stop Uh, The 90210 uh, Melrose 210, it's a 90210 Melrose Place sideshow from the We Hate Movies gang Whilst in quarantine A quarantine sideshow Please say hello, put on your sunscreen And remain indoors Because we're gonna be going inside inside some inside gymnasiums Mm Kind of just seeing stuff around I am joined, as always, with my best fucking friends Chris Kappin. Hi. Uh, Eric Siska.
1: Seeing stuff around. That's what we're doing in this episode.
0: That's what we're doing. And Andrew Jupin. Yo! That is right. We've got ourselves. This is a, a... This is the first time uh, of many uh, failed attempts of this show trying to not be the whitest thing on television. or trying to grapple with the fact that it's the whitest thing on television.
2: Yikes, man. This is a fucking, you know what? This is a show about kids in high school. I grade this episode an F+.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit extreme, but at the same time, it's like at least they're trying to convey a message like this because I feel like, TV shows now don't, and that's why every 20-year-old, like, knows the 14 words backwards and forwards. I
3: mean, <laughs> I think every every show tries to do this, something like this. Yeah. Today, tomorrow, next year, they have to do something like this. It just is so front-forward in this yeah. episode. Well, it's it also, nuts. It
0: is also weird, like, the racial stuff, especially when you get to Steve Sanders, who we're going to talk about a lot in this episode, um like he is a main cast member and in this episode he outs himself as a racist and never kind of comes back from that.
1: <laughs> no, he's fine with that. He's like an avowed racist in this program. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's just there, he's part of the gang, you know what I mean? Um my question to you Andrew because you just you did this yesterday. You watched that Thirty minutes of all of the nine hundred two
2: and O casts. Oh man, way to fucking out my loser (laughs) ass on the air. I don't give a shit, dude. Everybody needs to know this. That's true. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I tweeted this, but uh, including a link to the video. Yes, I watched twenty five minutes worth of Beverly Hills nine hundred two and O opening theme song edits. So not just like season to season, but every time, even within (laughs) seasons, they edited something for like another character or whatever. This maniac that put this fucking YouTube video together inserted that. So I watched the opening theme to this show like fucking 25 to 30 times yesterday. Can Uh I
0: ask you a question? I know the answer, but I want to confirm it because I'm not uh, totally sure. Uh You do not see a single black face on that, do you? uh hmm. Never a black cast member. I'm almost positive don't a full-on so. cast a, member.
2: No, there are some people of color on the show mm-hmm. in the opening credits. There's an Asian woman toward the end. Uh, That's right.
0: Andrea's husband uh, Jesse shows up, who's Hispanic.
2: Yes. That okay? So I didn't. I had no clue who that dude was because he's like a nobody actor. He yeah. comes around kind of around like season four or something like yep. that this dude's inserted there very awkwardly <laughs> mark but, Campos, i believe his name is campos i think i'm right <laughs> uh you very well could be i don't know i don't remember um yeah as far as an african-american person i don't think so no yeah
3: i, I, I have a question as well mm-hmm. uh for andrew hmm andrew good buddy when you meet god how will you defend yourself <laughs> I, kevin you know what i don't even
2: think i'm gonna get the chance to <laughs> God. When you meet the devil, how will you defend yes, yourself? Yeah, exactly. You watched 25 minutes of an opening theme song.
3: <laughs> I spend all this time making snuff films, and what are you <laughs> doing watching YouTube clips? Now
2: for eternity, you watch
3: nothing but the 10th season of
2: Beverly Hills <laughs> 90210 no, on repeat!
1: So Chris, let me get this straight. Uh, so the devil's making snuff films, yeah. <laughs> and he's mad that people aren't watching them?
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. He's I can't of... move these snuff I'm sorry, but that is a fucking Tom Waits song if I ever heard one. <laughs> the devil's making snuff <laughs> film nobody's watching him and he's mad.
1: Yeah, and he's dropping an organ in the background. <laughs> <laughs> bird up, up, bird up. Burn <laughs> up devil's up. moving a piano. <laughs> uh,
0: Mark, uh, Mark, Mark D. Espinoza played Jesse Vasquez. I was going to bring up also uh, later on there is the closest thing I think we ever come to a uh, at least in the episodes that I've seen uh, of a black cast member, is Deshaun Hardell, who is a college basketball star in the college years. He's in 13 episodes, almost has a romance with Donna, and then they're like, nah, son, not happening.
2: Aaron Spelling came in and burned the studio down that day. <laughs> uh, so, which, ep- which episode is this, Steve? What episode?
0: Oh, what we're talking about now? Yeah. Oh, this is one on one. uh, Original air date November the first, nineteen ninety. Yeah, eleven one nine zero. Uh, yes, so this is an episode wherein we start we start with a hilarious b- basketball montage. I got a legit laugh in the first five minutes, which is when they cut to Jim Walsh looking at her Brandon making the shot and going, oh yeah. And I just, can I can tell you right now, so
2: Chelsea's been saying like, oh, you know, I want to watch these, you know, when you're watching them, you know, because she's curious. So I was like, okay, so I finally remembered today. So we had it on and the second that fucking James Echel's shot comes in. The
3: two of us were cackling <laughs> at the television at like 1130 this morning. He's faded in the background, too, but you can see that big fucking smile uh-huh. coming right through. And like they're playing Aerosmith in the background. Or some garbage. <laughs> it's it's, a fart guitar dude is outrageous it's filler music as as as
0: always which is a bummer there is a an instagram feed you can find that restores songs to episodes it's a little hard to navigate but you can find like episode by episode what songs were cut in and cut out
2: i saw someone tweeted at us about that and i was checking it out and yeah that fucking instagram feed is all over the place it like I, th- I thought it was going to be like, you know, like in order or whatever. I mean, they're obviously just doing the best they can. And I do appreciate that shit. Same thing with like Star Trek. Uh, here's what shit used to look like kind of a thing.
3: This, uh, this thing also looks a bit like a uh, beer commercial. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like it does yeah. So much out. of this show looks like a beer commercial. Totally.
0: Uh yeah, it's and then Brenda comes out and like, uh, we're gonna be late for school. And I was like, Brenda, shut the fuck
3: up. I'm watching your brother go away.
0: Everybody fucking despises Brenda in this episode, It fucking rules. Nobody yeah. can nobody can fucking stand
2: her.
3: It's uh, rightfully so, it. too. Yeah.
2: Dude, she has an outrageous claim at the end of this episode. I almost fucking hooked a boot at the TV. <laughs> uh so you know, uh, she, she, wa- she wants to... There's an
0: A-plot and a B-plot. A-plot is Brendan trying to get on the basketball team. B-plot is Brenda trying to pass driver's training? What <laughs> Are we in Canada? What are we talking about? Driver's
2: training? Well,
1: I mean, so there's driver's ed courses in schools that sometimes happen. I think they usually were like after school. Uh-huh.
2: No, but in America, we don't call them driver's training. We call it driver's ed. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard driver's training.
1: Maybe driver's ed was like trademarked for
2: Oh, like, by the school,
1: like no, you can't. Like those
2: that. two, like those two wretched sisters that pulled the copyright on "Happy Birthday." Those oh, selfish uh,
3: ghosts. This smells like Larry Cohen again.
2: <laughs> Larry Cohen had it all over.
3: He's the one who said uh, driver's his uh, education 1st
0: He just so what you're you're claiming, Chris, this yes. month, and I will say this month because you're saying it every week, which yeah. I love. Is that he j- Larry Cohen just came to the copyright office with a briefcase full of money and said, What do you got? All yep. right, I'll take, I'll take uh driver's ed, the Hollywood side, uh uh faded haircuts,
2: copter shots in New York City, <laughs> underwear too, just all of it.
0: <laughs> you can't say underwear unless you're giving
3: Larry Cohen a cut.
1: And then boxers were invented. <laughs>
3: No, uh, how else am I supposed to make something like God told me to? I gotta take every little thing I got, all right?
0: Oh man, I wish God told me to came to 90210 and just started uh-huh. fucking lighting these kids up. Uh-huh.
2: Absolutely, uh-huh. dude. Especially that
0: piece of shit, Steve Sanders. So we get to school and you know, um, you know, Brenda's like, I can't wait to start driving said, blah, blah, blah. That's sort her of thing. Uh, Brandon is gonna try out for the basketball team, and so is Steve. Steve Sanders is and yeah they're just like on the bench watching Uh, the first thing he's walking with andrea and she's like oh are you gonna cover the basketball I was like i'm gonna be in him and she's like aren't you a little short for that which i was like fucking finally somebody said it
2: elicited another huge laugh from chelsea (laughs) (laughs) he is a little guy
0: he's a tiny man he's a handsome little man but he's a tiny dude so they, uh, they're the, they, you know, we're we're at the tryouts now. Steve, I guess, was on JV and like was
2: sort of uh, promised a slot on the the varsity team. Dude, he is doing the fucking thing that you know. And I dabbled in sports in high school. I wasn't that good, really, but I was I was there here and there. And he's the worst fucker in that kind of situation, which is the guy who's like oh, I'm so good, I had this private conversation with the coach where he basically assured me all I have to do is show up and I'm on the team, and I'm like, fucking fuck you, Steve Sanders, you
3: fucking mulleted piece of shit
2: (laughs) and soon-to-be-outed
3: racist. (laughs) Yeah, at this point, I was kind of like, uh, I mean I mean he's a baby of course but like he's not a real piece of Oh <laughs> <laughs> dude okay. it turns
2: on a dime in this episode it's I just, almost wasn't ready
3: for it It's irredeemable
0: like you can't do this to one of your main characters nope. you got to bring somebody else in to be this antagonist
2: Exactly, dude. Special guest star fucking so and so. Let that dude take the heat. Yeah. Or at least make Scott do it. He's only got weeks to live. That's true.
1: Like, how do you, yeah, how do you take this character back? Like, after saying what Steve Sanders says in this fucking episode, people should be dunking on him for the rest of the series. He should be like a villain.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And like, fucking. You should have this be a part two, where the second part is only them dealing with Steve's racism and right, trying to totally. get it off. Special guest star Sydney Poitier stops by <laughs> to fucking teach Steve to shit fucking yeah. stop,
2: dude. It's it's the next episode next week on on Beverly Hills 90210 It's our new episode entitled Community Meetings. <laughs> well, Steve, seems you need to shut up.
1: But I thought this was Community Meetings with a K. You know, multiple. <laughs>
2: Yet again, Steve, shut up. Now, Steve Sadak, uh, Mm. not racist. (laughs) Thank you. Steve Sanders, (laughs) racist. You got got these double S's in here. It's true. Just want to make sure I'm enunciating and articulating correctly here. Now, Steve Sadak, I ask you this, because I know from, obviously, my watching of Melrose Place um, and also growing up, with my mother having, like, daytime soap operas on TV constantly. Like, I could still probably tell you a little bit about The Young and the Restless if I really thought about it. Um, Does 90210 dip into... Just thinking about Steve Sanders' uh, avowed racism here that he doesn't repent for. um, Does this show go on to have, like heels among the main cast like there are, are there periods of the show where you're like that fucking David is a yeah. son of a bitch
0: that doesn't happen full on it's a lot of guest stars with longer arcs come in as, as quote unquote bad guys Emily Valentine a fucking all-star maniac uh, girlfriend of Brandon's in season two I cannot wait for season two Ooh. um but, well, we're going uh, to get there, don't worry <laughs> oh, yeah. We fucking will, my friend uh, But um, later, when Tiffany Amber Thiessen comes on in season 5 When Brenda leaves the show Then she is like the bad girl, the villain, the full-on uh-huh. Like we're soap operating. But it takes them a while to get there
2: Gotcha, because I was curious about that with Steve Sanders Because I was like I could settle into a warm bath week in and week out if this show is actively telling me that this guy's a piece of shit. Exactly. But, I mean, again, they they don't have a handle on any of these characters yet. Like, I think
0: that they were, like, Steve villain, question mark? And, like, it doesn't really fit because, again, like, they're trying to make him a character. And they go to great lengths to make him sympathetic within this season. So um Steve is trying out. He's not very good. Brandon's
2: got that white guy hustle, you know. He just he just <laughs> works
0: harder <laughs> than everybody else,
2: you know. Oh
3: yeah, dude. He's up at dawn working hard. Well, Brandon, you're our participation forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh power forward, no no participation forward.
0: <laughs> it is fantastic because it's like like, you know, Steve Steve fucking Bombs out, and then like Brandon gets gets called out. He was he was not sure, and Steve is already like, "Hey, look at those guys over there. You see all them? They're all brought in from outside the school district to just for a free ride, and they don't even go to classes." And it's all suddenly
1: stuff. it's suddenly the dinner scene from American History X. I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's,
0: the, it's the dinner scene. It turns into the basketball scene later, dude. All you're missing is fat fucking uh fat fucking uh,
2: uh uh Ethan Suplee bouncing a basketball. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, if there was ever a movie that didn't need a basketball scene, it's fucking American History X. But I mean, actually like Steve even goes on to, to like spout out like the Larry Man. Bird shit that they
0: talk about in that movie. You know what I mean? Like it, which is very fascinating. So, um you you know like uh brandon gets off gets on the court he does some like he does gets a couple of steals he's like he's hustling really hard and the coach likes that
2: specifically a couple of steals from steve sanders yes which was pretty choice i have to say well because
0: steve also echoes like aren't you a little too short for the basketball team and like
2: meanwhile fuck you steve sanders you're like three inches taller than
0: he is (laughs) so blah 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 the first cut is made steve gets cut Brandon doesn't and then Steve is all pissed off and he's this is when he really gets in it and they don't even go to class and blah 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 Have you it's see-
2: a special program for minorities brandon <laughs> yeah him talking about this program like it's the fucking deep state holy <laughs> shit this kid's ingrained racist paranoia it is fantastic it, and like
0: you know it's it's one one of these things where like it, you need to make this Clear by the end of the episode that this is not happening, but they actually don't. They, nope. which is a problem. Well, they specify
1: like, that it didn't happen for like one individual, but the rest of them maybe
0: <laughs> exactly. Who knows? And also, like this high school. I mean, I, I know that that happens in in college, obviously. Not not that exactly, but like you recruit kids from, from all over to get you know mm-hmm. to to get a good college athlete in there, and sure. maybe they
3: don't go to class, and maybe they don't do all the all, all the all I, the homework. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most of us have seen he got game. Yeah,
1: but, like, what the fuck does it matter? Because, like, you got universities like Harvard that, like, curve their grades up, you know? Like, it's all bullshit.
0: It's all horseshit anyway. And, yeah. yes, to your point. Oh, but also, like, the in high school we're doing this just to beat Beverly High. Because Steve even goes on to say, like, you know why we always beat Beverly High, Brandon? Because they play by the rules and we don't. And I'm like, am I, am I watching Blue Fucking Chips
2: right now? It's kind of <laughs> insane. And also, I'm sitting here, like, you know, for the... The rest of these episodes that we've watched so far, not once have I gotten a whiff of, like, oh, West Beverly High is a school that cares, mm-hmm. that cares about athletics No, to that degree. Like, when you hear about that shit on a couple of seasons of, like, Friday Night Lights where they're, like, taking kids out of districts and stuff and it's, like, scandalous and whatever. I believe that because it's Texas football and those people are fucking crazy with that stuff. Sure, But, like... I don't, fucking the Beverly Hills High School cares this much yeah. about basketball. And well,
1: well, they do in this episode because it's written from that like maybe unconscious of bias, but like it's like oh, we're gonna do uh, an episode about race relations. I don't know basketball. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, exactly, yep. on, totally. On, on the other hand of all that, I would fucking love to see Brendan have to deal with Nick Nolte, coach. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would fucking love that.
3: Dude, you're totally right, Kevin. A big problem with this episode is that the coach is like a
2: nothing character. This guy's got no
3: fucking Fucking taint. soggy noodle, man. Coach Riley, I I need some action from this guy. (laughs) I need less... You get out there, Walsh! (laughs) Move your fucking ass! Sean, there's your brick in it!
2: (laughs) I need less of this fucking Beverly Hills Coach Riley, and I need some fucking Coach Pat Riley, Steve. You know what I'm saying? Oh, totally.
0: I mean, not not a mistake that they named this Coach Riley, by the way. It's a bit sure. of a wink. Yeah. Um, also, you got to be, if you're Douglas Emerson, poor S- Scott Scanlon, the, the, the scripts are going around, we're doing the table read, and it's like, oh, wow, a basketball episode. One thing I know about Scott, he loves basketball.
2: <laughs> it's like, nah, dude, you got like three lines in the fucking computer lab. That's it. Eat shit. And talk about a missed opportunity, man. Scott could have been the fucking water boy. <laughs> exactly. And or like, oh, you want to know about James Worthy and Magic Johnson? <laughs> they're on my sh- Just read my shirt. Here, they're, they're here in, in cartoon form on my T-shirt. <laughs>
0: Uh we do get robotics class a little bit more. We spend an awful lot of time in this robotics lab, don't we? Absolutely. At least we
2: finally got a fucking teacher for this episode.
0: Uh yeah, Mr. and you know everybody's doing everybody's heading in their assignments. This dude, James, who uh kind of uh, shows up right on the court a little bit, uh, but like respects him. Uh, shows up a little late to class, and she's like, oh, do you have your assignment, James? And he's like, oh, can I get it to you on Monday? And Brandon's like, maybe my racist friend is right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a conspiracy!
0: Uh, and then he goes up to... It's the be- It's the most like tone-deaf Brandon bullshit you'll ever see in your life. He goes up to Andrea, and he's like, hey, Andrea, do you know that all these students are coming from out of district and getting free rides at West Beverly? And she's like... Brandon, you know two things about me. A, I want your dick, and B, I'm from out of district. Could you fucking back off a little bit?
2: Absolutely, dude. And what was crazy about that is like they are in the newspaper office, and she says this at regular room volume. And I was like, hey, Andrea, that secret that you desperately need to keep, how about you try keeping it a little better, lady? But see this
1: this just proves it man the media is trying to squash the truth yet again
0: <laughs> <laughs> And she winds up uh she winds up taking the story even well, though cuz she I, wants that fucking
2: Brandon Walsh D dude
0: Dribbling <sighs> yeah. it over
2: here <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wouldn't be fucking I wouldn't be shaking any trees bro, Andrea you know what I mean like oh I- let's look at everybody's romantic district interesting um. So whatever. Bre- Brenda's thing is, she's going to drive. Is that she's a terrible driver? Uh. There's this dude that's an that amazing beard to beat the fucking band as the driver
2: driving a <laughs> well, teacher.
1: Quickly want to mention. I think this might be before this, where she envisions herself as a NASCAR driver.
2: <gasps>
3: yep.
1: Man, it
2: is dumb as donkey dick
3: in a pink car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so> she <laughs> envisions
1: herself as a NASCAR driver, but when this girl drives, it's more like Naz can't. There you go. Oh, sure. You know, you know, this is what you're gonna get today. I'm, an, I'm, an, I don't know. I'm in the funk. Dude,
2: that is a, that is a fucking technical foul. Man. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, you know what? I'm gonna be on the bench for the rest of this <laughs> pre- <laughs> participation trophy.
3: Doing laps, can't. Oh, great! Just goes back. Anybody want more puns? <laughs>
2: I love her doing the, like, super slow driving in the parking lot around the cones. You know, that, that really took me back.
0: But, dude, fucking seatbelts, everybody. Seatbelts. No one in this car is wearing seatbelts. I'm like, this is a You're terrible right. driving instructor.
1: And even later in the episode, when Brandon lectures her about running out of gas, he says, the first thing you get you do when you get in the car, you put your seatbelt on, you look at the gas gauge. <laughs> So the show acknowledges seatbelts should be on; they're just not.
2: That's, I mean, you know, it. it
0: nobody, I don't know. nobody looks good in a seatbelt. We all agree.
2: Yeah, you're trying to film people in a car and whatever, but like, just put that fucking seatbelt on, man. I don't like even like moving my car to a different parking space unless I have a seatbelt on. Like, I feel yeah, percent uncomfortable being in the driver's seat without a seatbelt on and it's crazy to me that people can actually like get out on the fucking road without wearing a seatbelt
3: Here's the thing about this is the problem is that she was told to do that by Brendan and you do the opposite of whatever <laughs> Brendan says because he's a piece of shit and should not be talking to you about anything That's uh, my feeling on this <laughs> Well, Brendan
2: told me I shouldn't be drinking this bleach so I'm gonna do it that's might good. work. Who knows? <laughs> Give it a try. Whether you have to lose. Inject that bleach. Just do it.
3: Now, there is the Brandon impersonation I've been waiting for. That's the correct one. The you should one.
1: be shutting down out-of-district people coming in here playing a white man's game. We're closing the borders of West Beverly
0: High. <laughs> Steve Sanders should be on the basketball team, folks. Okay.
3: Andrea, I would give you my dick, but you're a dog. Okay. Also, you're a, you're a
2: little uh you're a little what's the word? Oh yeah, Jewish. <laughs>
0: Also, you know, because uh, this is coming out on Monday, so it's not going to be way out of date. This whole idea of like let's let's just see what happens with UV light and the bloodstream. That's how you make fucking vampires, my friend. Yep. That's how you accidentally
2: make vampires. Oh no! I've accidentally created an army of the undead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll take vampires at this point. I'm I'm cool with it.
2: All right. <laughs> at least that way you'd be invincible to all this oh, shit.
1: By the way, just gra- glance at my notes. Steve Sanders also has a line that he roots for the Celtics because us Irish have to stick together.
0: This is the crazy. It's, it's the next day, or whatever. Brandon and Steve. Steve's like, oh, man. and he's also like, just rubbing it in Brandon's face, like, oh man, had an extra ticket to the Lakers Celtics game didn't take you and he's like, Okay, cool. And he's like, Yeah, man, I was rooting for the Celtics the whole night, like, but you're from LA and he's like, Us Irish guys gotta stick together.
2: Cause it's not just that though. He's talking about like how great uh Larry bird was. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, Kevin McHale, and you're just like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> well, that's the
0: thing is anybody whose favorite basketball player is Larry Bird and they're not from either Indiana or Boston, you got to fucking look out, dude. Yep. You've really got to look out.
2: <laughs> you got to look both ways when you cross that person, friend. Steve,
3: why are you only talking about Larry Bird? Why aren't you talking about the other players on the team? Well, you see, they're black. Blase, about about. Uh, uh, i'm reminded
2: just speaking of kevin McHale, really quickly and the the celtics of that era there are two separate episodes where kevin McHale guest stars on cheers and i have to say as far as athlete actors goes uh he's terrible well so is larry bird do you remember space jam I hey. do, I do. I just, that's a more memorable one. Hey, like, Michael, why are do you doing with these Looney
3: Aren't
2: we going to play some golf or something, Michael? <laughs> You're just hanging out with all them Looney Tunes. Do you hear
3: the words that are coming out of my mouth?
2: <laughs> Look at that. Let's get a picture. It's Foghorn Leghorn and Larry
3: Bird. <laughs> I'm saying words right <laughs> now. Oh man,
1: that the whole birds thing—I made me think like Elmer Fudd should like shoot Larry Bird in the face,
0: <laughs> and his mouth goes spinning around his head. And he has to defi- fuck.
1: I hope you know this means more. <laughs> yeah. Then sudden, suddenly, Larry Bird is covered in soot, and Steve Sanders doesn't like him anymore. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, And also, we should say that uh, Brandon is really going after the ba- basketball team because Jim Walsh wants him to, and he's a perpetual daddy's boy. And- it is
2: really something oh. with the... And like, and fucking Jim Walsh, dude, he pretends to not
3: understand like the pressure he's putting on this kid. Get out of town! This, this he, maniac has to be stopped. Yeah, sorry, this motherfucker is on my last fucking nerve, dude. Jim, he's worse than the Terminator, man. It's unbelievable,
1: Jim Walsh. Guy. Jim yes. Walsh. Yes. Oh my god, he's got a, he's got Trumpian lines in this too. He's like, Brandon, winning is a state of mind. You've read Bobby Knight's book.
0: Brandon comes home. It's like. You got homework this weekend. Bobby Knight put on a new book.
1: (laughs) It's about winning.
3: Book report due at 7 a.m., mister.
2: Brandon, I cannot believe you went to the Staples Center to watch a basketball game and you didn't wear a tie. Now I'm going to slap you in the face in front of people. But yeah,
0: he's like, he, it's very Al Bundy-esque, wherein he was on his basketball team back in St. Paul, Minneapolis, and whatever else, and was like fucking... St.
2: Paul, Minneapolis?
0: What? They keep saying St. Paul in this episode. St. Paul... It's like the Twin
1: Cities, right? It's right next, it's like across Uh, a river. Yeah. Never been, never had the pleasure.
2: No. So called Minnesota,
0: Minnesota, uh, and how he used to like—he won the—he hit the game-winning shot. And Brandon, I swear to God, even fucking your mother isn't that good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something also Al Bundy said from time to time.
1: Well, I could have told you that, Dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, um, extreme tab, and <laughs> even it's, it's really uncomfortable
0: because like Kelly comes over for dinner because, like, in this episode, Kelly and Brenda are friends again, and like they're sitting there, and like it's just this whole speech about you, and this is the Bobby Knights book thing, and it's like, you gotta win, Brandon, win, win, win. And then like Brenda's like, yeah, hi, I had a good day too, I'm going upstairs now, and like Sydney Walsh is like, yeah, bye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, no- Kelly is interesting to me in this episode because. She does all this stuff to try to piss Steve off. Uh, Because they're exes When all she really has to do is tell everybody What he said after they saw She's gotta have it And that's fucking it And that's fucking it We're over
2: Uh, You know what man, something tells me Steve Sanders and Kelly Taylor Did not go out to the theater to see She's gotta have it Kelly dragged him I think I think she
3: was really into it and she was like You're coming with me Oh, So it's about a chick has gotta have it I I like where
0: this is Oh no
2: (laughs) I do appreciate uh, Kelly Taylor in this episode because it is... uh, Brandon, Brandon, black people don't direct movies. They direct joints. I'm Steve Sanders. (laughs) I do appreciate Kelly Taylor in this episode because it is uh, a mode of Kelly Taylor that I find interesting, which is Kelly Taylor quietly horny.
0: Oh, totally.
2: Dude, because she is like, and this is again the thing about Brendan and, and Brandon, ha- Brenda and Brandon having these uh, connected bathrooms is Kelly is in the bathroom and then she hears like a commotion coming from Brandon's room and she sort of sneaks in and it's Brandon, like you know, just doing. He's alone in his room. He's fucking tossing laundry mm-hmm. into the laundry bin, pretending he's playing for the Lakers. or whatever. He's shooting a load. <laughs>
3: uh, he's about to after. <laughs>
2: But she's like spying on him and she's like, Yeah, say that Brandon Walsh. Never noticed him before. Better stay here and be silently horny.
0: <laughs> silently horny sounds like a Ron Silver movie from nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> Absolutely. Skin-a-max. Direct to video. Ron Silver and Lolita Davidovich are silently horny.
3: <laughs> Steve, let me I'm horny at my house.
1: There's a horny ninja trying to break in. <laughs>
2: Uh, horny time machine.
3: <laughs> it
1: takes you back in time to when you when, when you were the most horny.
3: Look, I, I have to defend Klaus von Bülow, but I'm really
0: fucking horny
1: the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Charlie Sheen. There's an alien conspiracy. And guess what? We're horny.
1: <laughs> See, legs going backwards is kind of my thing. Makes President, me Horny. It just-
3: President Josiah Bartlett, I have to tell you, this is how you should win Minnesota. But I'm going to tell you, I'm incredibly horny. Just incredibly horny. Just hey, incredibly horny.
1: Lay off the fucking candy bars. It'll make you horny.
0: <laughs> R.I.P., by the way. Uh, so, so, yeah, like that's that scene. So K- Kelly is like, oh, by the way, Brenda, I've got this great double date, a blind date, double date coming up. Uh, you got to come out tomorrow. We're going to go to the Janet Jackson concert. They're going to rent a limo. And they're like, well, uh, sorry, Kelly. Uh, Brandon could do whatever the fuck he wants, but I have to stay. I have to stay here and milk the cows tomorrow. I apologize. It's like <laughs> I have to. St- I'm not allowed to go out Monday through Thursday. You- meanwhile, fucking Brandon's
2: going God knows
0: where, hanging out with Nat.
2: Well, but she's also like, uh, no,
3: I don't want to go on this fucking blind date, Kelly. What do you think I am? I I don't know. See Janet Jackson? That's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, fucking Kelly was not allowed to see Janet Jackson while she was dating Steve. (laughs) So finally, she wants to be part of the Rhythm Nation.
0: Come on, Kelly. I got Jethro Tull tickets. (laughs) It has
3: one of the surviving members.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so like, that's kind of like her th- setup. And, uh, meanwhile, Brandon is really pushing this bad story angle about like, Sue. So, and, and the thing is like, guess what, Brandon, if people, if that's what the school is doing, that's what the school is doing. You're, you and the West Beverly blaze aren't going to
2: blow this shit up. But that's why it's always so dumb to be like that serious into a high school newspaper, because like, I'm sure the fucking school like sees whatever they do before they publish it. Exactly. So it's like principal whatever is going to be like, yeah, that's cut. (laughs) Like that's that's definitely a cut story, Andrea. Why don't you fucking put the cafeteria menu for the month in here again?
3: <laughs> Steve, I do have to ask, does the principal and his uh horny doings with the Spanish
0: teacher ever come back? No. I mean, maybe really? that principal, maybe that principal comes back at some point, but eventually you get another principal who's a woman uh is this
1: is, is the teacher still around?
0: No, 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 no. Maybe, oh, she.
1: So she's dead in a trunk somewhere, and <laughs> yes, that exactly. principal's fleeing the authorities.
0: That was a murder suicide, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
1: it's good to laugh in these trying times.
0: <laughs> so uh, so he goes up to this James guy, and like again, like you have no authority to ask these questions. He goes up to him, he's like, hey. So I hear you don't even have a grade point average. What the fuck's that about, James? Because well, after like the second round of tryouts, uh James actually pulls a charge on him or something like that. Like some rough basketball maneuver. And like J- and James, totally nice guy. Uh this actor, uh his name is uh Tico Wells, who I I found out was the fifth heartbeat in the five heartbeats, the Thanks, lesser uh... known one. Um that's his big claim to him, But anyways, um, he winds up... He, he goes up to Brandon really nicely. He's like, hey, man, sorry, I got a little aggressive out there. And he's like,
2: that's fine. By the way, should you even be at this school? <laughs> but also, like- he's, he's acting, by the way, on bad intel from Andrea. Yes. Yeah, that's that right. has to be noted, because she's like, I went down to that office, and I asked, and nobody's heard of this guy, and there's no numbers and whatever. And, like, there's a reason for it, kind of. And... She just totally whiffs on this. Not saying that what Brandon does is right, no. but he's acting on bad intel from Andrea. It's Kind of like the Iraq War. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little bit.
2: Well, uh, Andrea said that there's some WMDs we got to go find. Look, we got this information straight from Andrea, okay? <laughs> she runs the newspaper on 90210. The
1: great thing about Iraq was it was another invisible enemy, right?
3: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Look, there are known racisms. Unknown racisms and known unknown racisms. Okay? <laughs> There's all kinds.
2: The known knowns of racism, <laughs> dude. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so whatever. Um, he kind of yeah, choose Brandon out here. It's like, oh, it's because I'm black. He's like, no, it's not because. Yeah, and like kind of walks away. <laughs> uh, Brenda, it's the night of night before the big
2: trials. Uh, Brandon takes his bike to work.
0: I guess? Question mark. Why would you eh, do that?
2: Exercise. Sure. Maybe parking around the Peach Pit's kind of tough, and you better believe Nat is not validating or helping out with parking fees.
0: I love the Nat scene here where it's just like, yeah, I'm an annoyance. Anyways.
2: Yeah. Oh, Here's right. uh yeah, uh, Brandon, I got to keep you after work late because I'm going to teach you how to make a sandwich. It's so funny. He's like, now you see the sandwich innards go in the sandwich. <laughs> you know, no, like, the bread goes on the outside. Now, lettuce, you can use as much of that as you want, as long as it's crisp, first of all, false. (laughs) And also, mayonnaise, Brandon? Oh, this mayonnaise, she's a tricky mistress. (laughs) You don't want to put too much
3: on, but you need just enough of her. Oh, okay, Brandon, I know you're a fucking stupid baby. So here's how you (laughs) make a sandwich, you stupid baby.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Brandon, you want to stay afterwards and we'll talk about mayonnaise?
1: Could, uh, that's one
0: way to put
2: it Nat. you and
1: me could make something that looks a little like mayonnaise <laughs> if you know what I'm saying
0: and he's like Nat I, I gotta get out of here you're boring the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> see
2: you next week Nat maybe well he's
1: gotta sleep he's gotta sleep you know he's gotta rest up you know he's mm-hmm. got the big uh, what is it audition trial whatever the try <laughs> Tryout. Tryout.
0: There, uh, there meanwhile, is. Brenda is fucking up yet again because Kelly calls her. She's like, Oh, the guy I was with got totally drunk, vomited. Re- Janet Jackson didn't even show up. You've got to pick me up. And she's like, Well, that doesn't make any sense at all because I don't have a driver's license. She's like, yeah, but you can still drive. It's fine, right? No. And like, also, no. The answer, no. <laughs> the answer is absolutely no. So she winds up going anyway because she's an idiot. And she does not check the gas. And oops, uh, Brandon's car Mondale.
1: By the way, the car's got a name,
3: sure Mondale.
2: Oh yeah, Christ.
3: Minneapolis hero, dude. Uh, is yes. it a
1: surprise that Mondale ran out of gas?
3: <laughs> 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 um, it would. It does make complete sense that Brandon Walsh would name his car after a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not wrong. Uh, The Jim Walsh is driving around in the Dukakis. (laughs) The new
2: Dukakis is out. (laughs) I have to say, though, I thought this episode was going to take a little bit of a different turn because you see Kelly calling her. And also, this is hilarious because I guess the idea is Janet Jackson's playing like a small like private club concert or something because this is not like at an arena this is like kelly's like standing behind like an alley on this payphone uh and she keeps saying like oh we got to you know they're calling the club by whatever its name is and it's just like it's not the whatever arena so i'm like okay private show whatever but i thought when they cut to brenda like she's got headphones on she's got a walkman playing First of all, guaranteed in the original broadcast for this show, that's a Janet Jackson song. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But I thought because she had the headphones on, she wasn't going to hear the fucking phone ringing and not get Kelly's call. And then the episode was going to be something about like Kelly gets into some fucking hijinks trying to get back from this concert. Yeah, that makes sense. Would have been a little more of a better rounded episode. Again, this is two weeks in a row. We've got fucking Walsh fever on this show. <laughs> uh, but so, oh, Kelly. Quick, quick
1: question. Now, did the driver's ed, like, car crash thing happen before this or, or is it after? Yeah. Oh, no, no, this It happened before. We got to right. talk about this because Brenda is driving the car out with the driving instructor and gets into an automobile accident because they see Henry Winkler.
2: <laughs> Amazing. It's so fucking funny. Well,
0: and if you're the driving instructor, he kind of sets her up for failure here. He's like, yep. she's driving. He's like, is that Henry Winkler? Of course she's going to turn.
2: Yeah, like You can't
3: not. You fucking tell me Arthur Fonzarelli's <laughs> right there, dude. I am looking. My eyes are going off the road. Isn't it suggested that she runs him over? <laughs> well, they Henry is she, dead. she she does. Cabin, you're right. I was ah, confused.
0: Uh, uh, tough news out of Beverly Hills tonight. Um, <laughs> Henry Winkler is dead. Uh, uh,
1: Will da, anyone da, try...
0: da, Danny Motts is going to be sworn in.
1: <laughs> anyone try hitting the side of uh, Henry Winkler? Maybe it'll work again.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh, No, what I was trying to say was, Cabin, I think you're right, because later in the episode, she has some mention of like, blah, 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 before I hit Henry Winkler. And I was like, that's not what the scene tells you while it's happening. Because the dude is like, Oh, look over there! Is that Henry Winkler? And, and they, zoom
1: she, a, they zoom in. They zoom in on another car. So I was like, "She she hit another car, right?" That's what like, I thought.
2: She just she wasn't paying attention going through the intersection. She if, hit a car.
1: Yeah, but if Henry Winkler himself is in bodily danger, I need him <laughs> to guest on the episode. I'm sorry. You can't be dropping Winklers without showing him.
2: I Not for nothing, too. This is a fucking pre arrested development, Henry Winkler. You can afford it. Can well, I think it.
0: that's what it was. It was like a punchline, like a joke, like, oh, oh he sucks. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, right.
1: Like, Brandon should name his car to the Henry Winkler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,. Brenda runs out of gas. She goes to this gas station. It looks like exactly like uh, the gas station in that uh, John Carpenter uh, anthology movie, Body Bags, a little bit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it does. It actually, I was going to say, also looks like that's a fucking great segment of that movie, by the way. It's the only Uh, good one, unfortunately. uh, But it's also looking kind of like the mysterious gas station at the end of Halloween 3, speaking of John Carpenter projects. Uh, Where where, uh, what's his name runs to the gas station, like Uh, at the end, and he's telling him to fucking. It sort of reminded me of that. Just a gas station in the middle of the nowhere, and it's like darkness around the entire frame except for the light of this gas station. That Halloween
3: 3 one, that is the second best turn-it-off in (laughs) an amaze.
2: What's the first one? Hardcore?
3: Yeah, of course. George C. Scott. He wins (laughs) the fucking award.
1: This is such an eerie uh, gas station attendant, too, because he's so agreeable and odd, and I keep expecting him to like kidnap her and take her to like a... A bunker somewhere, but it doesn't happen.
0: What lesson are you teaching? I mean, like, yes, if you're in trouble, you should go find somebody. You should go to a fucking payphone and call home. That's the lesson. But instead of surly
1: work, yeah. But instead of surly workman goes, uh, things happen, you know? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Things happen. You you ran out of gas. Well, things happen. Oh, where's your car? I'll take you. You know, things happen.
0: Why did you get get into my car? Oh, we'll find it. Oh, you're Um, supposed to turn right. I know, I know where I'm going. <laughs> it's a shortcut.
1: Yeah, it's that scene in Death Proof when when uh, Kurt Russell's like, well, you know, the odds were you could have been going left or right, and I'm going right. You could have been going right as well, but now since you're going left, you're going to have to get scared right now.
2: <laughs> man, I'm due for a rewatch on that. It's, it's great. great. I,
1: I watched it and the Grindhouse version like back to back. Ooh. Yeah, man. That-
0: I haven't watched I haven't watched Grindhouse in a long time. I've watched the uh, I think right around when Once Upon a Time came out. I rewatched uh, the full Death Proof, which is it, the longer cut is superior for sure.
2: I've yes, never seen the the full cut actually. I only saw it and Planet Terror At that time we went and saw the the Grindhouse Man. presentation. Did you guys see? Speaking of that, there was a thing with QT that just came out like the other day, and we're talking so record date of this episode February or, uh, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Uh, There was some recent thing with QT where he was like, yeah, that whole thing with the Grindhouse presentation was a disaster. I really, really underestimated uh, America's disinterest in Grindhouse cinema. And I was like, (laughs) no kidding. (laughs) You know what, man? Learn from your mistakes. Yeah, no, it was just hilarious. I was like, dude, that was like fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's just asking him about Grindhouse now. It was very weird. But
1: I do think Death Proof is great and you should check out that full cut cuz when I was rewatching it with the Grindhouse connection, which was great cuz you get the the middle trailers and stuff, but yeah. uh it cuts out a lot of, a lot of that movie. Is it significantly longer
0: the actual cut of it's it? It's like a ninety-minute movie almost, or it, you, yeah, it's, it's still the shortest movie. because All of his
2: movies two and a half hours, but yeah, yeah it's, it's like a ninety. It's like a full ninety-minute film. It's gotcha. at least
1: ten to twenty minutes longer.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right, yeah, I'm definitely down. I know I've said this on the air multiple times, but I I've got this quarantine time now, man. I gotta watch Death Proof. I One of his
0: low, low key better soundtracks too. Also, yes. Oh,
2: interesting. I remember none of the music, so that'll be cool.
0: Um. So whatever. Uh. Brandon goes to the library to study, (laughs) and this is when he meets up. He sees James, and he's like, I cannot believe this kid's in my library. So he goes up to him, and he's like, (laughs) hey, man, answer my questions. West Beverly Blaze. And he's like, what are you doing in this school, you fucking phony? And no, it's not a black thing. It's a student
2: thing. And he's like, yeah, fucking right, you little twerp. Dude, it's awesome. This guy, James, fucking takes this kid to task and honestly i came <laughs> i straight up came just watching this dude fucking give brandon the business that he has coming put him in his place something no one else has done on this show yet well done well done james
0: yeah his thing is like oh my dad works for the city so i'm allowed to go here and i I used to go to school in In inglewood but my parents wanted me to go here so like i'm i'm trying to catch up because everything's very different and blah 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 and he's like oh wow just like me in minnesota i guess maybe we could have been friends if i wasn't such a horrible monster (laughs) curse pretty curse that full moon so uh, he winds up he, he has a lot to chew on He goes home Finds out his Mondale has been stolen Because uh, uh, we didn't finish this When Brenda goes to the gas station The nice gas station guy drives her The car is missing Oops They come back This hilarious
3: detective is at the Walsh house This uh, poor guy, dude Man, Hank fucking jalopy oh, <laughs> Hank Jalopy. <laughs> I yeah, wow. This guy. What
2: are the odds, dude? Detective Jalopy working in the stolen car division. <laughs> yeah. Hank Jalopy, car police. <laughs> <laughs> dude, show. that's a, that's a uh, television show that would get the first half of the first season aired that I would watch. Ah, I
1: believe yeah. on our Gone in 60 Seconds episode, we talked about the car police.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, of course. The car cops. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Picked up this Porsche for (laughs) (laughs) B&E. He's arresting cars.
1: All right, put your tires behind your back.
2: All right, Corvette, you killed that innocent woman in the crosswalk. (laughs) It's the chop shop for you, buddy. Time time
1: to give Madar the uh,
3: Ethel Rosenberg.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm a spy. Hey, cool, I'm getting executed.
3: (laughs) Hank, you were fired three years ago.
0: I'm going to get him. So he's, you know, uh, Brenda pretends that uh, the car was stolen from the driveway and that Brandon, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this happens all the time. They just want the engine. He's like, but Mondale's a piece of junk. I guess the engine is good. And then Jim Walsh is like, you know what, Brandon, if you get into, maybe I'll get you a new car if you get on the basketball team. And this is when he finally Brandon gives Jim Walsh his due, but it's not good enough because it's coming from Brandon and Brandon sucks anyway. It's alien versus predator here, man. You know what,
2: Steve? (laughs) I will take it, though, because because of the fucking heartbreak in James Eckhouse's face when when Jim Walsh realizes what he has been doing to this kid. I was like, you know what? That's more than enough for now. See, you're, I'm more, w- you're more forgiving.
3: I wanted Cindy to take out a gun and shoot him.
2: <laughs> well, Cabin, see, here's the thing, dude. I think the thing about it is my expectations for this program are realistic. No,
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't be You're, you're in the fucking clouds, dude. I, Come on. I, I, but I want that, so I'm going to say I want it. I love, so there's, there's this people are like, dad, you don't
0: even, you're trying to make me into what you want. I want to live my own life, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, Hank Jalopy is just sitting at the table. Oh like, my uh, God. so are we done with the interview? Um, I think I got all I need here. Yeah, I if there go.
2: are uh, any more details you remember after I leave, immediately uh, here's my <laughs> card.
3: You know, it is uh, customary to put out uh, something to snack on, like <laughs> some, famous, uh, some coffee. Yeah, uh, you, know, I'm do, not telling you what your business is. I just you, you, know.
1: you do realize I'm a character in this, not studio audience, like right? I'm <laughs> all right, lines, fine. Or dete- I leave?
3: All right, fine,
2: Detective Jalopy. I'll go in the kitchen and make you a sandwich the way I learned from my boss: a ton of lettuce and a little bit of mayonnaise. <laughs> (laughs) Oh, and that's your sandwich.
0: Oh, you got yourself a Natwitch there. I love those.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Natwitch?
0: I got hooked on those. I had had to kick the habit. Too much mayonnaise. Got hooked on those back at the
2: service. (laughs) Would you believe
3: that one day I caught myself eating mayonnaise out of the jar with a spoon?
2: Dude, I have an uncle that used to do that. (laughs) Yep. Horrifying. Uh, Another thing that's fucking great about Hank Jalopy in this scene is... The way they frame the shot of James Eckhouse and Brandon Priestley yelling at each other, fucking Jalopy is, like, right in the middle of the frame, like, in the background, and, like, they're in the foreground yelling at each other. And then you just look between them, and he's just like, this is awkward. <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I got all the details I need. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Uh so the next day, oh cuz Brandon's like I'm not even sure if I'm going to try out for the team. Dad, I've learned some things about things. But the next day he shows up at the gym and James is this character, uh the kid that he's been getting it, getting into it with. Um is shoot, shooting around a little early He's like, "Wow, I didn't know I was I, I thought I was going to be the only one here cuz I'm a white hard-working kid, you know?" Oh. yeah
1: meanwhile this kid he's at the gym like by seven in the morning working on 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 his performance he's at the library late at night and then you get brandon walking in saying he's not working hard enough it's crazy
0: exactly it's a total fucking it's it's, it's your, your standard brandon walsh horseshit so then he's like You know, I think we both said some stuff last night that we're we're, uh, going to take back. And I was like, nah.
2: Dude, it's fucking ridiculous, Steve. Thank you for pointing that out because the way he phrases that shit is, I was thinking a lot about what was said in the (laughs) library last night. And I was like, you fucking turd. It was all you, motherfucker. It was all this shit coming out of your mouth, man. Yeah.
1: So I was thinking maybe I shouldn't have said Heil Hitler and <laughs> you shouldn't have said that you were an actual person.
0: <laughs> well, he does say, like, I think even because Brandon's like, yeah, you know, we didn't have a lot of race relations back in Minnesota. And I'm like, it's
2: insane, dude. Racial relations wasn't something I thought about back in Minnesota. Oh, I mean, that's great just, to hear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you didn't have a television there in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> Newspaper?
0: Newsweek? You didn't get a Newsweek, did you? I mean,
1: I guess at least this show is trying to frame, like, hey, you know, white kids can be shitty, you know, yeah, yeah. at least it's that.
0: But then it ends with, like, I think he says something, blah, 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 you know, like, uh, James is like, yeah, you, you know, this, that, and the other thing, something Cowboy's like, well, you know what, James... I'm not a kang- I'm not a cowboy, and you're not a gangbanger crackhead. I think. Yep. We're- <laughs> yep. He's, his exact line is, "I'm not a cowboy." It's like, okay, all right, all right. And you, you're not a gangbanger crackhead. So I guess we both learned something. Oh yeah.
1: man! Yeah, it's Brandon. almost like I didn't tame the West, and <laughs> you didn't sell crack. <laughs>
0: And then Jesus it's like, it, you, you want to play a game of one on one? Absolutely.
1: Before we wrap up, we got to really mention real quick. They do find that car. It was just they 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 brought they towed it to the impound lot and they bring it back and it's just like, there's your fucking car.
2: Yeah, yeah, but what is not addressed here is that Brenda has essentially filed a false police report. <laughs> okay, Absolutely, she fucking wasted uh, Detective Jalopy's time. This motherfucker was under the impression that this car was stolen, and then he's like, he's like, yeah, well, thank God Phi Beta Kappa didn't get their hands on it, or like whatever the fuck, they just left it in the middle of the road.
1: The Walshes, oh, that impound lot fees that they're oh, not sure. paying.
0: And uh, I'm pretty sure if James Townsend uh, made a false police report, false police report, he'd have a little bit of a problem. Brendan Walsh, not so
2: much. Yeah. Absolutely, even to the extent where the cop is like, "And here's your keys back." They they even left the keys in it. And uh, uh, fucking Kathy, is, Kathy is that her name? Uh, Cindy Mrs. Walsh. Cindy. Cindy. Cindy Walsh is like. Brenda, hey, aren't those your keys? And it freeze frames. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. and I'm like, no, she <laughs> fucking lied to the police department, Cindy. You got to be getting mad at this girl uh, right uh,
3: now. Mrs. Walsh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't hold out uh, much hope for the credence tapes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're ever going to come back. I'll be honest with you.
1: Yeah, we got two detectives on the case. Got them working in shifts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some bums, uh, they pissed and shit. In the backseat, uh, <laughs> it's going to take a little bit to get
1: that out. But like those improv, those improv lots, <laughs> oof, uh, impound lots, they're expensive, just like the improv lots. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I was once apprehended for driving without insurance, and uh, they took the car, and it was one hundred and twenty dollars a day in upstate New York, and uh, couldn't get it. Could you can't find that money fast? So suddenly you owe a thousand. Oh that's yeah. my Jeez, life story. And... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I really have to bring up the last scene with yes. Brenda and this driving instructor. So there's been this whole drama between these two for the whole episode. We didn't talk about because it it's boring as shit. Yes. Um. But at the end, like she's gonna she flunked out of like two driving tests essentially. Uh. And then she's like, "But I'm ready now, and I've got something planned. I got something I gotta show you." And the I'm sorry, the look she's giving. It looks like she's like, I'm going to fuck you if you give me the, my, my permit. <laughs> This is that guy right? Yeah, this guy's no, ready to. Chris
1: Cabin is correct because I actually have in my notes, I'm like, did she fuck this teacher yeah, to pass? 100%. She has this look at,
3: like, I got something for you, a blowjob. Oh, wow. This dude, I mean, in the you think this dude's though, ready to risk it all?
1: Uh huh. <laughs> <Look at, laughs> she, she does like her eyebrows, like the little, like, sexy eyes, and then she moves her mouth around, and it's like, what is happening here?
2: <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know that this teacher is willing to risk it all, Steve, because he is essentially telling her to drop out of driver's ed. He's like you know there's other ways you can get places like walking <laughs> which is a great line yeah
1: that's what he said that, that's what he says until she starts doing sexy eyes and then he's like oh, i and guess then,
3: she will <laughs> fill up then,
1: that tank together brenda
3: the show cuts after that like it, it, yeah. she does that move and then cut and we never see it again chris that's is
1: absolutely bonkers. correct i think there was some type of sexual behavior that happened between these two
3: now brenda uh, brenda, I,
0: brenda i couldn't possibly have sex with you but would you you like to split a gnat witch with me you <laughs> know what i mean Go the brenda's realization
2: brenda's realization about uh why she's bad at driving is also an insane exchange because she's like it's it's you're now the quintessential brandon and brenda have to have a scene where they're just like in one of their bedrooms talking about what's going on in the episode mm-hmm. And they're talking about this and she's like, oh, Brandon, I just got it. Remember when we were kids and Mrs. So-and-so drove her car into a tree and we had to see her that whole summer and she was in a body cast the whole time or whatever it is. She's like, that's it. Uh, That's why I'm bad at driving. That's why I'm great at everything I do (laughs) except for driving is what she says. And I just wrote... Come on. (laughs) I mean, this
0: whole Brenda subplot fell in the garbage and someone picked it up and was like, that's the episode, man. Like, we got this. We're doing basketball for
2: Brandon and uh, Brenda, I don't know, driving? In an episode where we have... David Silver for two seconds telling Steve Sanders that he had the flu and nobody cares, <laughs> and not for nothing, I, again completely
0: Dylanless episode. Yes, big problem. He's, not, he's coming. He's coming back next week. I not, already checked. Uh,
3: no, 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 no. Just dust it off and pair it with the racist storyline.
0: No <laughs> <laughs> we should say the last bit of the racist storyline is uh, Brandon doesn't get on the team. He's like an alternate or something like that on the B team or something, and like. Um, one of the other guys, not James, goes up to Brandon. And is like, "Hey, man, looking good or something." Like, "I'll see you looking later.
2: good, Minnesota." That's
0: right. And then Steve Sanders goes up to Brandon in the last, one of his last <laughs> lines. His last line in the episode, letting you know he's learned nothing and he is a despicable person. He's like, "Hey, Brandon, don't let him get to you. It's our school, not." there's and he's and then Brenda has to be like only in your head steve yikes
2: <laughs> like, yep dude even at that point he's like jesus christ steve, <laughs> that's even a little too racist for me and oh it's really it's truly something uh yeah that's kind of the episode yeah we do get the freeze frame when brenda's like Oop, it's my
0: car keys and jim walsh is like hey i'm sorry that i was such an asshole everybody learns their lesson Anyway, I have, Well, I
2: want to say one thing because I felt like fucking Frank Grimes at the end of this episode. <laughs> because, <laughs> because like James Eckhouse comes home from a long day at the office and he's like, Wow, how about this uh backyard barbecue in October, yeah. like whatever his line is, and fucking Cindy goes oh hey welcome home hon you want chicken or steak <laughs> and i'm sitting here like chicken <laughs> and steak at <laughs> <and> a barbecue <laughs> and the same dinner in my big mansion
0: <laughs> and lots
3: for dinner oh that's oh
0: that, i'm sorry that, that is the one thing i need to bring up because it happens in the when james is telling off um brandon in the library he's like just another little rich white kid and then like brandon gets defensive. is like hey you want to check my bank account it's like no, I know, Brandon, you don't have a million dollars in your fucking pocket, but look around. You're rich. You <laughs> yes. are a rich kid. And yes. uh, that yes. standard rich kid thing is like, well, I don't have a lot of cash on hand. It's yes. like, yeah, I know. But you
1: have I, fucking chicken for dinner. I do live dinner. in a four-story house, Thal.
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to look at your bank account. I would like to see your college fund. <laughs> exactly. Yep. It's yep.
0: Like, yeah, I know I know you have to pay your own car insurance. My fucking, I, I'm, cry, I'm weeping for you, you piece of shit. It's just oh man the fucking no. hard Scrabble Walsh bullshit. Anyways, he was a piece of shit. Any, anybody excited to hang, keep up with this this motley crew or what? Uh, let's start with Eric Siska. andor parting shots.
1: You know what I I am because you said Dylan will be back and at first I was not exactly a Dylan defender but now that we're getting in a deep Walsh country I de- <laughs> desperately need some escape so I'm looking forward to that. One quick thing during this episode when uh, James Walsh was reliving his glory days by. Looking through his yearbook, he points out to one kid who was on his team and says that Kennedy, yeah, he was a he was a, a log of lard, but uh, it worked out okay because he sells insurance now. And I'm just like, whoa, that's a line. So, so I like that. Uh, that was my favorite part of this episode.
3: Uh, Chris. Anything from you? Oh man, complete fucking disaster. Um, I I, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean I can't wait cuz it, it 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 I am always like they can't get worse than this and then they just do it and like not even just do it a little bit they do the whole fucking they triple my expectations.
0: Can I ask you a question Chris? Sure. Does your dog hide when you watch the show? Because I, <laughs> my favorite part of the week right now, it's not, Melrose Place is fun, but when, it's, it's Friday afternoon or Thursday night when you watch this episode, when you watch the Doom 90210 episode, and the techs start coming in, and you are just, <laughs> you are so upset at everybody on this show, and I fucking
3: love it. My dog's doing fine. He's learned to hide. <laughs> have, have
1: you shot your TV like Elvis yet?
3: <laughs> not quite yet. Some things have been thrown at it. Uh, pens, mostly. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh can't wait. Disaster all around. That's
2: excellent. Uh Andrew Jupin. Oh yeah, man. I'm on board. I mean, one, Dylan's coming back, and <laughs> there's definitely a little like I think I read the description for the next episode, and it's like Brenda's got a crush on Dylan, and I'm like, yeah, here we fucking go, dude. <laughs> But it's uh, you know, it's one of those things like it's a show that it just like all shows, like it's trying to figure itself out. Yeah. And I I do think like Yes, it's it's a misstep of like, oh, Steve Sanders is a racist <laughs> and then he's not anymore. And I think, honestly, so much of that must have been them just being like, that probably wasn't a great idea. Let's not continue. I mean, like characters are retooled all the time and that's fine. You know, it's just like it's such an insane step for this show. I mean, it's like what, like the fifth episode of the show or mm-hmm. something like that. And I was just like, wow, we're getting into this shit already. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, man, I, I am down to clown, as always, in, in the BH90210. Very important. Yeah, I
0: I, I I agree with you. The show still hasn't found itself. It, it really takes the whole season to get there, sadly, because the second season is just about a group of kids in this upscale high school trying to fucking figure it out. It's less the family drama of the Walshs, because we're trying to. that's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to bring Jim Walsh in, and he, the less seen, the better, even though I love
2: James Eckhouse as a friend um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah dude but they gotta be like fucking any other parent on this kind of, i mean like the parents in shows like this it's so rare yes that they work i mean like you know i think probably some of the best television parents are the cunninghams and i mean the fucking cunninghams were all over happy days like you could not escape an episode without the cunninghams having a, a say in something um, but like for me, rarely do like parent parent characters in a show that you can tell it's just better without parent characters. Yes.
1: Yeah, you know what I'd prefer is like the two giant legs from like the Muppets or whatever.
2: Ren- just going <laughs> wah, wah, wah.
0: Uh, so that is our episode for this week. Uh, please stay tuned. On Thursday, we're coming back with a Melrose Place episode. But also, FYI, tomorrow we've got, speaking of early 90s uh, fashions, we've got Cool as Ice Dropping on the main feed. We're super excited about that. And you're going to want to stick around till the very end of the episode because we're announcing the entire schedule for the month of May at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, we certainly are, dude. May is uh, going to be
1: fucking crazy.
0: It is going to be fucking crazy. So until next time, I have been Steven Sadek.
1: Andrew Juppin, Eric Siska,
0: Chris Cabin. Take it easy and remain indoors.